I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 22. My name is Stephen Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And of course, with us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, it's old brown eyes himself. It's Joe Lara. How are you, man? Ironic. Ironic. Yeah, do, doing very, very good today, man. Uh, we, we have Bad Batch, so obviously we're going to talk about that. Can't wait to get into that. But recently, just this last weekend, if you guys recall when we did the um, the Mike Forrester ornament project, um, the the dude that made the Echo Arm, Julio, Julio reached yeah. out to me about a week ago, actually before Christmas, and said, dude, let's get together because he's in San Diego, which I didn't realize. And he... His son, his little son Izzy, shout out to Izzy, and uh, and David uh, Meganeth. Uh, we got together and did a photo shoot in our in our Mandos at um at one of the universities out here. He he found a really cool building. So, um, for David's first time doing a photo shoot, he's got an incredible boba. Um, Julio obviously has this this Din Djarin and first time doing that as well. The photographer only like does photography for cars. Never did anything Star Warsy. So he was all geeking out, and uh, I'm pretty excited about the photos that I'll be able to share eventually um, on Instagram. But that was kind of fun. That was recent. It was fun, and uh, and again, Star Wars brought people that would probably would have never been connected in any other way through a project that Mike Forster started. Now we ended up doing this really cool stuff together. So it was it was fun. It was good. Look at that man, Star Wars bringing people together. I Aww. I love that. That's good. How was uh, how was your holidays, awesome. man? How was how was your two weeks off? Yeah, well, yeah, it was well, it was weird cuz like Wednesday would come around and I think we like I'm am I missing something? I'm missing the guys. We got it. We got it. We got to rap. We got to talk. You got withdrawals. Yeah, a little bit of withdrawals, but um uh family's good and both boys are still in town, which is awesome, but the one will start heading back this weekend. I'll have the other one around for a while. But uh, yeah, great great time. Great great uh great holiday. Good stuff, man. Good to have you back. Thanks. Next up. Good to be back. He's the human 3D printer. It's Ramey Shannaday. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm I'm good. It's I, echoing what Joe said. It's been too long. Like it felt weird to have the two weeks there where we weren't. And I, I mean, I know we talked to each other the whole time, but we did the the Christmas uh, episode and stuff. But but yeah, uh, I missed us. So I'm glad to be back. Um, it was good seeing people on the the watch party thing that we did last night. That was cool. Um, I was I was excited. I thought, oh man, I'm gonna fall asleep. But now I was ex- I was excited to stay up, and uh, and then we got to see some amazing stuff. Uh, it was cool. 
And 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 by the way, the the uh, on Instagram, the the Bad Batch art scene is like on fire right now. Right, like the artwork that people have been cranking out around. It's so much good stuff. I can't even keep up with it. <laughs> Sorry. Distractions. <laughs> mark, mark the clip. <laughs> Action. Go ahead. Continue. Wait, I'm done. I'm waiting for oh. you to introduce Brian. Please. Mark the clip again. Let's just point out that Ramey has five cats behind him. And they've, been I'm, all, we were, they've all been laying on the couch. One's just like, losing their mind right like, now. She's like just, lions. They were just no, all laid out as soon as we started. And then all of a sudden they're having like battle royale behind them. Dude, they're, no, they're like rearranging his stuff. They're like, I'm going to move this mask this way. <laughs> yeah. You have no idea. Right the one that's, Ramey, the you one that's asleep us, on the couch. You got to tell us about the, the statue they broke. What? Those, those cats. Uh, are... the, that one on the top of the couch behind me right there. He's on my list. Oh, no. That little bugger. Um, he goes, he comes in here, battle royale all the time. Doesn't even matter with who, um, but he's always the instigator. And so I don't, I didn't see it happen, but I saw the result and I, it's his fault. So <laughs> I, have, I have, I have this sideshow stat, Darth Maul statue. Um, it's not the one with all the spider legs, but he does have the robot legs and the tabards are all flared out. And I mean, the, the horns are extra long and just, you name it, there's something sticking out of this thing that could break off. And I came in and it was just, I mean, I, I had to do like payment plan on this thing. So it was, uh, and, and I came in and it just exploded because they knocked it off that end table where Spider Mall is at now. And yeah. What's the name so, of that cat? Kenobi? Uh, Obi-Wan? Uh, we call him Healy. Yeah. So. He's, he's oh, henceforth yeah. known as Kenobi because he tried to murder Darth Maul again. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he likes the high so grounds. There's so many pieces. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to piece it back together. Oh man, I don't even know if I'm going to find them all. Oof, ouch! All right, Damn next it. up, certainly last, <laughs> certainly last, and certainly <laughs> not least, <laughs> it's 2023, and, and he's here for it. It's Brian Cook. <laughs> last and least, it's been a super long time since. <laughs> I have been here in in true think, crosshair fashion, right? Yeah, I got busy over the holidays and had some stuff going on. I mean, I re- what we did the D thing. I think that was the last time I saw y'all. Um, That's true. It was good. Christmas was awesome. Uh, we've been busy just doing all different types of stuff for Christmas. Our neighbors had us over, and I I always wanted to like smoke a turkey, and I did the full like got a turkey, brined it for 36 hours. Yeah, yeah. Get the jaw, <laughs> jaw turkey, man. Um, but uh, brined it, brined it for 36 hours and then smoked it like all day. And it was, uh, I provided that over to my neighbor's family's Christmas. So it was like, hope I don't mess this thing up. Like it's like the main event came out perfect. Yeah, that's a uh, that's, nice. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't realize it until later when I was like, "Oh, uh, turkey's kind of like the main event." Like, 
<laughs> don't mess this up. Uh, so that was that was beautiful, um, man. I've done so much. I think since we've been on here last, we got a. Uh, it's Levi's birthday tomorrow. She turned sixteen, so we've been getting her truck all up and running, and we just got some uh, badass exhaust on it that has. Uh, uh, cherry bombs on it, which are like glass packs, which anyone old school will know. It's kind of like the old way of making exhaust sound awesome. And it's just, instead of a muffler, it's just like an open piece of pipe shoved with fiberglass. So it sounds so rad. Uh, yeah. so we have that. Good luck sneaking out Levi. Exactly. exactly. My, my, bro- exactly. my older brother had those on, uh, he had like a, a, it was a 73 Camaro. And, uh, and he it's had, so he had good. glass packs on that thing. And man, we could literally hear him coming home two miles away. We knew, we knew before he'd get anywhere close to the house. And it was awesome too. And we pick it up because it's just fiberglass, like shoved in there. Like he'd start the truck and like, there's like fiberglass bits, like flying out of the back. You're like, Oh, so I, awesome. let me pick these up. I can use it for my crosshair costume. <laughs> oh man. Um, shoot. What else? I'm going to fill up a lot of this time, but we, uh, we went snowboarding a couple times, which was super fun over the holidays. Um, actually went trooping last week, which was super. Yeah, rad. I saw that. We, that um, looked great. Dude. That looked yeah. great. Finally, um, we just have not been able to align a troop with our schedule and everything's far. It's like hour, you know, it's like two hour plus drives to troop. And there was um, Star Wars night at the Hornets, the basketball game uh, down in Charlotte. Yep. And it was like during christmas break it was like the 29th i was like oh we can do this and we signed up for it a while ago and that was um that was a blast it it was kind of rough because there was like 20 people signed up for the troop and then the day of like everyone dropped out oh that sucks and and i'm used to scg where i'm used to socal where it's like there's 20 people waiting and it, that's not the case here because people all live far away and there's only a few people that live in the Charlotte area. So, uh, it was, uh, we went from 20 to like five or six of us. Um, no Wranglers, <laughs> none. And you're in so, Vader and you're like, yeah, well, it was like, around. Tori was in heat, her, uh, dude, you brought the heat, man. I saw, I saw your Vader interacting with those kids, dude. That's like uh, the best. It, it yeah. ended up being so good, but we, it was funny cause, um, I had a, an issue and, and Tori and I were last to get out and she had her night owl on and she was like, maybe I should wrangle. And I was like, no, no, just dress. We're fine. Just dress. We're fine. And then, uh, we walk out and everyone's gone. Like whatever. And, and we walk out and it's a sporting event, right? Like the hallways are <laughs> crazy town. And it was, uh, just, picture 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 like a a giant line of people and and i just was like i'm just gonna stand right here and just people go around us tori's gonna stand next to me she can see pretty good and uh we we pulled it off and then yeah that i posted a video on my instagram that was like the halftime show was all these little kids dancing uh they had like a hundred of them and they was from like four to like 14 (laughs) and they were like Darth Vader, Darth Vader, Darth Vader. And then like, I always, with the little kids, I'll, I'll drop to my knee, like one knee, um, which most people can't do. Um, I've somehow figured it out. Getting up sucks, but, uh, I dropped to my knee and they were just all surrounding me and like fighting each other to try to get next to me for the picture. It was a, it was a super adorable, 
moment. And that was, that was awesome. It felt so good to troop. So, and saw a couple people from the Carolina garrison here that we had been to a troop on the May the 4th with them, which was the last troop that we did. And, uh, it was super cool to make that connection with them and met some other people too. And, uh, it was a blast. So that was, that was like a highlight of the holiday. Did the Hornets give you a wrangler, a handler? No, no. So they didn't, they will, we originally had 20 troopers and 20 wranglers. (laughs) But all the Wranglers went with the people that were trooping <laughs> mm. for the most part. So um, it's just different. It's different here. You know, there's just not the volume of, of troopers like where you accustomed yeah, we did to a, in Southern it, California. We did a so. Padres game and we had like a bunch of folks from the Padres Association that were with us the whole time. Like we, we weren't by ourselves. We had one guy that was like kind of the liaison and he was just running all over the place. <laughs> And he would come up and it, and it was fine. And the hosts, the hosts would help like um, docents or whatever they're called. Like the, the guys like walking around, just kind of navigating people. Like they would help get people in a line to take pictures with us because people were just like coming from all angles. Just mobbing you, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm, 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 I mean, I've been to so many cons like wearing Vader and, it, you know, I'm in costume, Tori's in costume. Levi's in costume and we're just like cruising. So I don't know. I, I have no problems like walking away from somebody if they're like giving me a hassle or something. Yeah. I was going to say so. you're, you're OG SCG, Brian, you know, we don't, we don't need no Wranglers. Yeah. We don't need no, we don't need. I, and I always do that. And Tori goes, yeah. And then we get out there and I can tell you need it. I'm like, ah, we just turn around and walk away, whatever. <laughs> but which we had to do after. Yeah. Anyone, any Legion members, when you go to a sporting event after halftime, it's time to wrap it up because <laughs> people are, we tried to go back out after halftime. Oh, let's just do one lap real quick. Got up there and I was like, Oh, everyone's wasted time to go back. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, that was like a lot. Um, went hunting the season's over. So no deer. We need to go to Ramey's backyard next time, but that's a different story. So, so you're getting- not sending us any jerky. Nope. No venison jerky for you next year, maybe. Nope, nope. I can go turkey Just hunting Googling in April. Venison jerky right now. <laughs> That's it, man. Psyched to be here. Missed you guys. Hope everyone had a good holiday. Yeah, I totally missed missed you guys. I didn't realize how long those two weeks would be <laughs> like not doing our normal thing. Like we, we just finished moving into this new house and we're still living out of cardboard boxes because it's literally like we moved in and then the week that we moved in was my son's birthday. And then that weekend was my son's baptism. And then the following week was (laughs) Christmas. And then it was just, and then the following week is like my birthday and and then new year's. It's just, it's. It was madness here. Um, well, and 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 amongst all of that, like the what the last so the last time we were actually all together was the basically the episode turned into the the after party for the ornament project. Yeah, and uh, and so that was so it, fun. Like, so much, so much has happened since then. I mean, the the, the D thing, our the Chrome Tono stuff, and like that was it was and the 
And you like edited food. all that stuff too, Steve. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, you didn't sleep <laughs> while you were moving. You didn't sleep at all. You guys, I I don't know how those episodes got out. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you did so good. I, I, I caught up dude, on everything today. It's perfect. It so it's good. absolutely perfect. I, th- I think it was Christmas morning. Yeah, Christmas morning. Uh, like people were messaging me like about the winner and the Chrome Tono contest and all this stuff. And I was just like, wait, what is going on? Like I, at that point I was already delirious. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I uploaded an episode yesterday. Well, of course I was like at 10 o'clock when it's supposed to hit or whatever time I'm like, refresh, refresh, refresh and nothing. I'm like, Steven. Oh, I forgot. Did you, did I forget? Steven. No, no, no you didn't. You, you just, it was just a slight delay on Spotify or whatever. And I think it was like maybe five minutes later and then it hit. So you, you had it all planned. Um, but yeah, I'm still living out of boxes right now. And um, my office is non-existent. I'm, I'm in a corner on a makeshift desk in my bedroom. My, um, my, my wonderful like collectibles are just all sad, <laughs> hidden away. You'll get there. It's like holidays story. are over. It's the new year. You just yeah. get back in the routine, get back to work. It's a new routine. Do your fun I stuff. develop a new routine. But <laughs> with that, because, you know, it's, it was like my office before has gone through so many transitions. It was like, first, it's going to be a lounge where everyone can just like come out and hang. And then I turned it into like a 3D printing workshop. And then I converted it into like a work from home office. And then it turned into a studio. So now I get to like move, like set things up in their own spaces the way things should properly be. It's awesome. And John's not here, obviously, for people listening or watching. (laughs) He's off world. He's busy. (laughs) Read me. Are we going to talk about Chrome Tono stuff in the news? Uh, Yeah, we certainly can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh well let's let's get this going. Thank you again everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to interact with us more, follow us at the Dad Batch Pod on Instagram. And if you want to support the show, grab a new shirt and maybe a pack of stickers at thedadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah. I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys. Who is working on what? I finally got in the garage and got some stuff done. Nothing major. Just um, I wasn't here for the winner of the Chrome Tono. Nate Potato 78? Was that Nate Nate Potato? I'm going to call him Nate. I got his box packed up today. Uh, I finished... I resin printed him some greeblies and things to paint with all of the stuff he is getting from the other members in here. So airbrush, right? Imperial Surface gave us some uh, Aluma Luster. Uh, So I I printed him some things to paint and then also... uh, gave him a painted version as well. So he has something to reference. So for people watching the podcast, people watching the video, um, I got a thermal detonator here. It looks really black on camera for some reason, but um, it is Chrome. 
And then it has a little light too, which I gave him. So I gave him a painted one and then there's a raw one in the box. And then I also gave him some, uh, some Beskar. Oh, there we go. Get, get nice. Light. Nice. Get that light in there. Um, so, uh, some Beskar. So I gave him a painted one and then a raw one so he can experiment with his new, um, toys that he won, uh, some little like, uh, Imperial credits too. Uh, but I got all that stuff done and, um, that's about it. I, you know what? I put some helmet liner in my crosshair helmet, which is up there in my Imperial crosshair. And I'm hoping to start that armor soon. Fingers crossed. So we will see. Did you put that. like one of the baseball helmet liners in there? Like I just get those. Um, I used to just use old like skateboarding helmet liners and stuff oh, nice. I had, okay. but I've ran through all of them. They're in so many different helmets and I just get those packs with all the pads. They're like oh, $8.99 yeah. on Amazon. Um, and it comes with, uh, for people that don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joe probably knows about it cause it's a very military thing, right? Um, yeah, totally. these are the same ones we used in our Mitch helmets yeah. and our half it's shell. Eight ninety nine. You get them on Amazon, 10 bucks. They come with Velcro and these little pads, all different shapes and sizes works on 99% of the helmets that you make. So, um, some t- I mean, I have helmets with just a piece of foam glued in the top, and that's it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, furniture things- foam, furniture furniture foams also works wonders. I mean, yep, it, it, it really all depends on how much padding you need to. Like that that Imperial Crosshair helmet is pretty shallow, so I didn't have a lot of room for thick padding. Um, I, I I mean, literally, I could probably wear it without a pad, but that's not comfortable. Um, but some helmets I have are need to sit higher up and that's where that furniture foam comes in handy. So that's it. And that's more than I've done in a really long time. So (laughs) it was really hard. Uh, we had a super bitter cold snap around Christmas time where it was like eight degrees. And then that it was, we had freezing temperatures every day. Uh, I could not justify popping a can of two K, uh, to do the clear coat. So I was stuck waiting for a weather pattern. Um, and then we finally had some warm weather towards the end of last week. So I popped that 2K, glossed everything, chromed it, glossed it again. So, and now it's raining again, but the weather's not working for me right now. That's it. That's all I got. I can go next because I haven't really built much. Um, I haven't built at all, actually. <laughs> uh, just... You know, just kind of taking time off, really, and uh, and doing other things. But um, I will say today, after we had the release of the show, started sketching out some things. And spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the show, right? So I'll put out a spoiler alert. Discovered um, what was what I would, thought was missing was Tech's skull on the side of his helmet. You know, oh, they just painted over it. But no, apparently it's just been rubbed off. And those that watch and zoom in, if you get a... a close-up of incredible animation from these um, these folks at Lucasfilm, and it's beautiful. You can see that that design is still there. So I I was excited because I, you know, um, you get attached to these costumes, especially when you stare at pictures and images for hours and hours and hours, and then now you have these new images, so it's just really cool. But um, yeah, not really building. Um, That's fine. Sometimes there's seasons. It's all good. But I'm pretty sure I'm going to kick back in here 
uh, once I get my list done of all the things that I need to change and adjust and whatnot. So yeah, y'all got so much content for these two episodes that just came out. We're waiting. We're dying for stuff. And you got many screenshots you need to take and start analyzing. You're going to be busy here in a minute. I can tell. Yeah. Excited though. Excited about what's the stuff we get to do. And we have, we have four months. I mean, basically three months. If you think about when celebration hits until next episode, when they put you guys all back in your armor, that's stress. That's stressing me out. Cause Cause I, I went, I put my list together. Like I went through, took screenshots. I, I put my list together of the, all the stuff, like just piece by piece, literally like, okay, I need this for the legs, that for the arm, whatever. Like, it's, it's a big list. I feel like I've got a lot done and there's still so much more to do. So that vest is ridiculously cool, dude. Yeah, like anyone, who's, anyone who's <laughs> not watching this on got, the, the YouTube needs to watch it because oh my looks so gosh, I got, I got the shirt and t- t- well, text text live streaming right now. So I, yeah, I've got the got the vest. I and I already like I we're watching it last night and I'm like crap, there's stitching there like and there's there's a detail in the back that I didn't see before. So I, there's already fortunately there's I didn't see anything that makes me have to undo any of this, but I do have to kind of add a couple things to it. Like there's a there's a, a top stitch seam that goes around this right here, and then there's two little red tabs like this on the back as well. So I've got to go add those. Um, I've been printing the remaining parts that I need to make. Um, I'm going to have to redo the shins. Echo's shins in season two are not, they're nothing like what he had before. So I can't just print season one shins and use those. So I'm going to have to kind of model some new ones. And uh, I uh, was able to cut some pieces up, take some pieces that I'd already printed and reprinted them so like i reprinted the chest because i had gone and everybody thought like oh this like where the weld marks are on echoes like that's cut out and you can just see through to the red shirt because it's got this red but then of course it's not red underneath there it's gray and and now we see that it's just there's weld marks there for some reason but it's still just normal armor but it's painted red to look like did it's you, a separate piece. Did you reprint the whole thing i reprinted the whole torso yeah <laughs> chest and back because the back had cutouts too so <laughs> Uh, you have extras. That's all right. Yeah, well, Not the first time. spare parts. So, oh, on the the on text life thing, uh, she's asked pieces of melee is asking if the, the comma is leather. It's actually not. At least mine's not going to be leather. That is the um, longest comma ever made. So it's pretty long, dude. <laughs> it goes. To, it just goes down to his knees. It's not bad, dude. Uh, no commas are that long. Go look at the screenshot I sent you when Brian said that in the chat. It's it is to long. His knees. I like it. I think it's cool. <laughs> I'll I'll go through all the references. I'll make sure it matches up. Um, I I cut up the helmet. I don't know what I was thinking. I originally had taken um, the helmet, one of the helmet molds that I got from John, and I'd I'd painted it. I'd painted the whole thing up, and I thought, I why in the world did I make this a one piece helmet that I'm not going to be able to have just the Echo headset? So uh, I cut the headset out and. Now I've got to take this and make it like thicken it up so that it actually looks right. Cause you know, when you cut it out of a resin helmet, it's not, it's not, doesn't have the depth and the thickness of, of, uh, what echoes really have. So I've got to add like an extra ring kind of around the whole thing, but that'll be good because that'll, that'll hold it on my head. And we were talking about padding in the helmets earlier, at least for my season one echo helmet, there's nothing inside of it because what fits my head is the headset and the helmet literally mounts to that and the whole thing hangs on that. And so I like my head's in there, not touching the helmet at all because it's just, 
wrapped in that headpiece. So Brad. doesn't that give um, you and a then, uh, it it I so the first time we wore it, which, when was the first thing we was it the photo shoot? Photo shoot, yeah, with with Mark. Yeah, so that it was bothering me by the end of that. And I went and made some adjustments to a couple places where it was just pinching me a little too much, just sanded it out a little bit. And uh, I never had any trouble since then. It's it's tight enough that it stays on my head, um, but it doesn't crush my skull like it used to. And then, uh, like Brian, I've got some things that I've got to wrap up to get sent out for the Chrome Tono. Um, the weather held me back from getting some painting done on that uh, Temple Guard, but but it's the whites down. I just got to get the gold leafing done and clear coat it, and it'll be on its way. All all of my Chrome Tono stuff is around the house. <laughs> As I unpack, uh, Nate, don't worry. They're all going to get to you. Don't worry. I saw it. I We physically saw it. I took a, yep. a good checklist of everything, you know, so it's all been. We physically packed it. <laughs> now yeah. I just have to physically unpack it. Well, what's awesome is Nate's just going to be getting stuff like yeah. every few weeks. Like, it's just like, yeah, if things are just going to keep showing up. Wednesday, it just ruptured from, from this. <laughs> So awesome. I haven't really better than like nine helmets showing um, up at once. <laughs> I, I haven't really built anything. Uh, yeah, even Star Wars related. You built a house. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I've I've been putting up uh, blinds and just all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I've been waiting on, I've been waiting on this for um, it's been almost two months now, but I finally got this guy back. So. I you got you guys have seen the life size Grogu from Sideshow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, so for those that don't know, Legacy Effects, the company that actually made Grogu for the show, sculpted the one for Sideshow. So the 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 mold that they use for Grogu's face uh, for that version is like it's got lineage to you know the actual prop. There's also a Hot Toys version of the Grogu, but the Hot Toys version is, I guess they call it like a, a life-size action figure because it's, it's in, in typical action figure form. It's just, it's sculpted, it's posable. It's a life-size action figure. But the one from Sideshow is just a static statue. So it, in my opinion, it looks the best, but you can't really do anything with it. I would say probably last summer there was a gentleman on, I won't put his name out there because he got a cease and desist from Disney. (laughs) He, he 3d scanned, he 3d scanned the sideshow Grogu. And then he, and then he um, chopped it up, chopped up the body and turned the body into like a posable action figure. And then he sold those files online for like five bucks. So Respect. I got those files like super fast and then I printed <laughs> it out and I, I mounted it to my Grogu, my sideshow Grogu. And, um, it just, it looks so cool, but, and you guys have probably seen it behind me at, at the other studio. Um, he was just kind of sitting there, which is, it's crazy. Cause it's the sideshow Grogu, but he was sitting down, but I printed it in resin and I was like, crap, I'm not good at painting. Like, I can't paint this to make it look just like Grogu. So I have a coworker at my nine to five. And it turns out that this guy is like 
an award-winning miniature painter for like Warhammer what? and stuff like that. <laughs> and I showed him pictures of my Grogu and he was like, oh, dude, I could do that in my sleep. So <laughs> shout out to my buddy, Joel, at Coronado Miniature Painting. And here is my little buddy Grogu. Oh, oh my goodness. And I mean, yeah. I okay. I know the lighting in here is pretty bad. His little legs sitting down. Oh, uh, he's, like he's even sitting. He even did the toenails. Wait, so and the hands the, are posable. You you <laughs> printed this, so the body is fully printed. Yeah, and, and the limbs are all printed. The only thing that's from sideshow is the head, which is also not posable because ah, okay. you can turn it. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Because I I three D printed that little Grogu forever ago, but I was like, I didn't understand what we were. How this put went, some robotics so. in that thing, dude. Dude, I know. So he matched it to to match the head. Yeah. So the painting, like you guys can't. I'll I'll have to take photos of this <clears throat> and like close up shots because he even added like little freckles of like yeah. blood tone under the green skin. It's, wow. It's pretty, oh wow. It's pretty. Yeah, we, we need picture that dude. It actually, I looks, think uh, I think it looks better than the head now. <laughs> Grogu Adventure, who's on live right now, she's like in love. Uh, is is his whole body painted? <laughs> <laughs> did you did you paint? You know, you know, did you paint? Wait, hold on. This, is, this is a family yeah, show. Oh, no, no, no. This is a family show. Oh, yeah, this is a family right. show, dude. This is a family show. <laughs> Oh, it's fake. Aww. Got it. It's not okay. It's not painted. But I'll I'll take some photos of it. Um, I'm so happy. It's not painted. <laughs> it is close. It's not painted. Easy for anyone. For anyone that's not going to send us a picture painted. in the group chat of of little Grogu like flashing us with the <laughs> coat open. He's all flexing. Like a flash. Hey. <laughs> there is a oh, big. I, now that I have this in hand and and Grogu's back home. Okay, so there's a uh, there's a, a Mattel. It's called Maddie Maddie Creations or Mattel Creations, and they came out with the life size pram last year, or a couple of years ago. Oh, I saw thought I saw a picture of one recently. Yeah, I want it. I I think I might have to get it. Does um, it have a clear crisp, uh like acrylic stand? Yeah, so it looks like it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I might okay. ha- and it comes with like the crappy stuffed doll version, you know, the plush, which is weird because you're buying a five hundred dollar pram. That's electronic, and then they just throw in this plush. But I might have to get that to display this guy because this is it's it's amazing now. But that's it on my work. That's cool, dude. I've got a lot of stuff lined up, and now that season two's out, I can finally start working on my armor, so I know where to cut (sighs) and stuff. You guys are hyped. Next week's gonna be your week, Brian. Poor Crosshair. So. So we're, Steven, we're, you you haven't started yet, Steven, on on Wrecker, right? You haven't done anything. Nothing. What what are you what are you dying to get to? Not that you're going to do it first, but what are you excited about? I want to cut up the armor. Mm. I want to cut up those shins. I want to cut. He's got like this. Uh, to me, that's the fun part. Yeah, yeah. he's got. Yeah. He, he did something with his bicep where it's like got got reliefs in it for like the elbow the like the inside of the elbow now to make it more comfortable. I mean, the helmet looks simple, so I'm not really excited to do that. Is it the same or no? Is it different? The helmet? The helmet. 
Yeah. It's basically the same. He just erased the 99. Oh. And for all we know, it's probably like Tex. He probably just sanded it off. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, man. I was so happy when I, when I zoomed in. I'm like, I didn't even have to zoom in. I just paused it and looked. There's the skull. Yeah. Dude, it's still there. Love it. Love it. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. And that it might because we haven't really done the news segment in several weeks. So we've got some catching up to do. Um, I will try and compress some of this. I, we, so we wanted to talk about the Chrome Tunnel a little bit, right? So just I, I think by now everybody's seen the results. Um, Chrome Tunnel no, news. Nate, Nate, Nate Potato has uh, – or Nate Potato 78 has, has won the Chrome Tunnel and, and all of the stuff that, that went into it. Yay! It was, it was well good. Thank you, everyone who entered. <laughs> That was some smooth, smooth editing, smooth clapping. <laughs> um, the people what they want. The uh, so so the the tally as of when we uh, when we did the episode on on Christmas. So it was fifteen thousand eight hundred sixty eight dollars. Um, so we we kept setting new goals. We kept blowing right past them. And this and and, and actually talked to what was it yesterday? I talked to the the folks from NDSS, and we have since. Then somehow still brought in another thousand dollars, so what? we're 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 over sixteen thousand dollars now, and it just keeps oh, going. Um, Thank you, everyone. Which, That's which amazing. And and uh, we're 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 looking at some things um, for anyone that's interested at, at being able to kind of keep that going, albeit in a in a much less intense fashion. So um, stay tuned for for some more on that. Um, was there anything else that we wanted to cover on the, the Chrome Tono stuff? I mean, we we. And the workbench we covered stuff that we're still working on. We'll get all that stuff out to I know things. you I know you just mentioned it right now. Like you just teased it right now, but man, that thing that we're working on for for the beginning of the year, the next big thing. I'm so excited for it. Like <laughs> you know, the thing. The thing. The thing. Oh, we wait. got a couple we got a couple next big things that are going on so i'm not even sure oh, that which, thing. Which, no, which of the big the, things you're talking the, about. Which thing? The thing that you're working on with the, the other guy. thing. The guy, oh that thing, yeah. I'm so. Oh, yeah. I was hoping we would have that nailed down enough to talk about today, but not yet. So stay tuned. We've got some stuff. That we <laughs> we can, got a uh, thing. We got a thing that's going to be somewhat <laughs> ongoing. But the first part of the thing will be next week. Hopefully, we'll announce it, um, and that would be coming before the end of the month if things line up the way. Oh they wait, announce what it. we're doing in January? Like you're shooting for January? Yeah, the thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, possibly. The thing from Wednesday? How about February? No, there's too many things. <laughs> we are confusing the heck out of our listeners. So moving on right, down sorry. the list. So many things. Um, um, obviously, the Bad Batch is back. So we've got that. Uh, th- thank you to the folks that were able to join us last night, um, both in the watch party and just kind of on social media. The chatter back and forth was great. Um, I did want to take the opportunity and go through the titles of the episodes and the rundown of like how things are going to play out when things are airing. I thought it would be worth just kind of revisiting that. So we got two episodes last night, spoiler today, spoils of war and the ruins of war. Um, next week, I'm pretty sure this one's going to be crosshairs shining moment. Um, that one's uh, titled the solitary clone. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm the, so lonely, the, the loner clone. So lonely. <laughs> so lonely. 
<laughs> the lone clone. Uh, the one, the one week after that, we've got of untitled faster than entombed and tribe. So those are the next week's um, episodes. Then we've got a two-parter that are both. So two will air again um, on February 8th. So we've got the clone conspiracy and then one titled truth and consequences. So I think Stephen, based on what we, what you said last night, if you remember in the fog of, of being up late, um, that would be the next time we do another yeah. live watch party. That'll be our live watch party. Yeah. And then we'll do, okay, we'll so, do one at the end. So yeah, so that'll be, so plan to stay up late on the night of the 7th or early morning of the 8th, Not me. where you're at. Sorry. And, uh, and we'll do those two episodes. I'll have again. my own uh, live uh, the next morning watch party we, <laughs> there we go. for Crosshair's I, episode. I mean, I'm, I'm still toying with the idea of, of doing just like a, not a midnight watch party, but a watch party where we can get all nah, the listeners together at the same time. So no, that's cool. We might even do we it. Yeah, I was, we might we just do it the next day. We might even yeah. do it during um, our normal recording. Yeah. So. To try that. Cool. And then we've got um, episodes, several episodes, uh, again, one each week over the course of several weeks titled The Crossing, Retrieval, Metamorphosis, The Outpost, Pabu, and Tipping Point. Um, and then we've got a finale, another two-parter airing on March 29th, um, two episodes, one titled The Summit and another one titled Plan 99. No! <sighs> okay. Why no. does everybody... Why does everybody freak out on that one? I don't. I see that, and that doesn't scare me. But everyone else thinks that it means like the end of everything. So what? I mean, what people is got it. Star Wars. That, huh? People got it's to Star die. Wars. <sighs> I mean, you're gonna die. It's like saying Order sixty six. <laughs> I know, but Order like we saw Order sixty six play out in movies years ago, and yet here well, we are still enjoying they just, Star Wars stuff. All this they, time they, they, they. They are not in any other Star Wars, so there's no. It's like it's like Cassian. They are not going to. They're not going to end this at the end of this season. There's no way. uh, I'm saying it now. (laughs) I mean, if this next next episode isn't just about Crosshair, I'm I'm out. I don't want to watch anymore. (laughs) You're not going to watch anymore. I don't want to play anymore. The uh. the lone clone. It's going to be about Cody. <laughs> it's not even going to be no, no crosshair. He's not even going to be in it. It's just Cody running around like the cameo. I'm the only one alive. All my friends are gone. <laughs> so some of the writers and producers for the Bad Batch have been doing um, some press tours uh, lately. Obviously, so uh, uh, Jennifer Corbett and Brad Ray did an interview with ComicBook.com. And they talked about how kind of the timing of this and how it's earlier in the era of the Empire than, and, you know, we're far enough away from Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor, but it's not to say that some of the storylines that we have don't affect those shows. So they're hinting that we're going to see some of this stuff dovetail into content that we're seeing elsewhere. And, and they have also said that, uh, that we're going to start to see crossover content that ties the cloning stuff in the Mandalorian that we've been seeing, um, you know, oh. with them trying to clone Grogu. Um, yeah. so that is going to come into play and we're going to start to see some connection points between the Bad Batch and that as well. Oh, dang. So, and they also told John on Instagram that it's safe to say that Crosshair got his chip taken out. It's all hearsay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> if he's still holding his head, 
like he has something you know wrong with him. I don't want to like derail the news. two or three times after. I don't want to derail the news. But I watched the last two episodes before <laughs> this one, and there's a significant scene where they sit in their barracks and Crosshair's going like, Ugh. and that was right after he told Hunter his Wait, chip was up. How how was that? John's not here, so I can say whatever I want. How was that? <laughs> what was he doing? He was like, <laughs> and Omega comes up all cute, like, "What's wrong, Crosshair?" They're like, totally gonna alone. edit that into some clip tomorrow. To- <laughs> He's like, "Leave me alone." <laughs> I know it's gonna be at the end of this podcast. <laughs> John's not here, so I can say whatever I want. So. Um, we're going to see start to see some of the uh, Senate, more of the Senate playing out in the show. So they're going to bring a little bit of that. Like the, the Clone Wars had a lot of stuff that featured around the Senate. So we're going to see some of that play into the season as well. I think we've seen some ep scenes in the trailers and stuff. You mean, show. you mean Palpatine, the Senate or the Senate Senate? Both. <laughs> how, how one is taking over the other. Got it. So. So, yeah. um, and the same two folks also did an interview with uh, SFX magazine. Um, and they talked, they, they actually had some interesting stuff to say. So one of the quotes was, we have so much fun with these tough guy soldiers as the dads of Omega in season one, it was a new thing for them. Now that time has passed, we're seeing how they've settled into those roles as a bunch of dads. So I thought that was cool and obviously relevant to our show. Um, it says, we definitely will continue learning about Omega's background and the reasons why she was with the cloners. Um, but the Bad Batch don't care what she is. All they know is that she's their sister, their squad member, and that's it for them. Oh, that got me in that last episode. You're their brother. You're mine Mo- too. Moving on down the line, a little bit of Mandalorian news. So um, in an interview with uh, TVLine.com, uh, Giancarlo Esposito uh, confirmed that even though we didn't, uh, he didn't appear in any of the teaser content, Moff Gideon will have a large presence in the third season. So he said, the, the quote was, you always want to see the Phoenix rise from the ashes or you want to see the nefarious villain rise from the ashes. And believe me, he will. Dang. I love that, dude. Yeah. Uh, some, some Andor news. Uh, so congratulations, Diego Luna, uh, being nominated for Best Performance with the Golden Globes. In fact, he's the only, the second Star Wars performance to ever be recognized by the Golden Globes at all. And the only other Star Wars performance um, that they've ever acknowledged was Alec Guinness, who was uh, no nominated for Best Supporting Actor. So that means that Diego is the only one to ever have been nominated for a lead role in any Star wow. Wars thing. So. That's a that's a awesome fun fact. Yeah. Similarly, um, Sir oh, Alec McGinnis. Sir yeah. Alec McGinnis. Sir Alec. He is knighted. Just want people to know. Uh, that is true. Uh, similarly, both Diego and the show uh, Andor itself have been nominated for Critics' Choice Awards for Best Actor and Best Drama Series, respectively. So... Awesome. Um, I don't know when we'll know the results of that, but that's coming out. Nomination um, is good. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes that's there's more press about the nomination than there ever is about whatever wins. Hundred um, percent. We've we've over the course of the holiday, we got our first official glimpse of Jula in uh, in the skeleton crew outfit. Um, it's fairly simple, kind of smuggler looking, trying to hide out kind of outfit. Um, not a lot of detail not enough details to really give you any kind of hint as to, to who he is or what he's doing but uh he's got a hood pulled over tattered clothes so dirty um do we know anything about that show yet besides <clears throat> it's about kids and jude law like do we have a synopsis out yet so i actually do think there's a rough synopsis although i don't know if it's official or like so imdb is a little bit like wikipedia you can kind of just go on there and edit it and if it passes the editors it'll 
get put up there. So it's hard to take anything that you see on there um, as complete authority. But I do think there's a small synopsis up there. It follows a group of kids. Um, and and I think that they kind of, one way or another, cross paths with Jude Law, and they're sort of stuck with each other for the course of the show. So I remember, I sort of, I, I, know. I vaguely recall somebody saying that it was like the Stranger Things of Star Wars, but without without the upside down stuff. Yeah, um, and I actually have. I can uh, I can jump I, I'll I'll jump ahead here. So um, we had previously reported that Stranger Things director uh, Sean Levi or Levy uh, was purportedly working on a Star Wars project. So he's recently confirmed that it's still very much uh, still underway, although it's in the early stages of development. But he's committed to making it, and, and this is these are his words: a visual spectacle that is also joyful and filled with heart. So so for now, that's all we know. I'm tempted to not even mention this because I feel like we talked about this so long ago um, that it's not even news. And yet somehow over the Christmas break, like the internet exploded with news that, you know, r- rumors that um, uh, uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead is playing Hera in Ahsoka. Now, Stevens, Stevens eating and yet saying no. So I don't know what, the- no, <laughs> When we talked about it, it wasn't public knowledge. So we only talked about it amongst ourselves. I swear we mentioned it on the show. Because you got to go back and listen. What episode? I, I think oh, that was gosh. one of those NDA things. Yeah. The NDA. I know, but see, I just see emojis every time we say certain words. Emojis are floating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling somebody about that. <laughs> The other day, I, I had to send a couple messages to the group chat just to uh, make it happen, so I could get screenshots to to, to try and explain this thing that we do. No, but Stephen, I wanted to get spray. Sorry, I was trying to get spray. She, she, um, she's a an amazing actress in her own right. Because I, I, yeah. I hear I, when that news came out um, a couple weeks ago, there was a, like a lot of, um, I mean, gosh, Star Wars fans being negative. But um, there was a lot of like, you know, comments about nepotism and and just all kinds of stuff. I'm like, really? No, I think she's I think she's great. And I mean, I'm dancing. So I have never signed an NDA about the Ahsoka show. So <laughs> I've been hearing that that she was Harris since Celebration. Uh, yeah, so that's, I mean. I, that's why that's why I'm like, I like, why is this just now showing up? I don't like this isn't this shouldn't be news anymore. We, we need to be careful in the things that we talk about because we get confused on what we've previously talked about. <laughs> I, I guess. Patty Jenkins. Um, so apparently Rogue Squadron is still potentially a thing. Um, so she did a big open letter um, that she posted on uh, on social media. I'm not going to read the whole thing. A lot of it's actually about Wonder Woman, but uh, she does mention. So I originally left Rogue Squadron after a long and productive development process. When it became clear, I couldn't hap- it couldn't happen soon enough, and I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. So when, when I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to Rogue Squadron after Wonder Woman 3, which I was honored to do so, and I agreed. Um, they made me a new a new deal with me. In fact, I'm still on it, and that project has been in active development ever since. I don't know if it will happen or not. We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential ahead. So as far as she's concerned, it's still a thing. So I know that that project has sort of been on again, off again for some time now. So 
And that is it for the news. George has this hopeful story and it's something that he's reiterated most times I've seen him, uh, you know, after we've been making things uh, without him is remember to make these stories hopeful. Remember to give that to kids because they really need it. All right, guys, you know what time it is. It's time to review season two, episode one and two of The Bad Batch. Episode one, we've got Spoils of War, directed by Stuart Lee, written by Jennifer Corbett. And episode two, we've got Ruins of War, directed by Nathaniel Villanueva, written by Gina Lucita Monreal. Spoils of War, The Bad Batch plans a risky heist. And the ruins of war, the Batch, must decide who they trust as they plan their escape. What'd you guys think? It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Brian's like, I'll give it a three. No crosshair. Right, let's, let's go with Tech. Tech, give us your rundown of the episodes. <laughs> well, so what was, what was awesome is that we had... We had this interview with Thee, so we kind of knew how things were going to begin. And when he said the beach scene, we we saw that at Celebration. So it was no surprise to see them at the beach, see them. And it was obviously part of the trailers that everybody's super familiar with now. Um, but what was awesome to see was my favorite part in the very beginning was Omega hanging off this cable underneath, just swinging like fearless, right? And, and Hunter's like, what are you doing hanging? You know, Why is Omega hanging from the ship? <laughs> so like, this is a couple of months after this, the last season one episode. They, I think they said it, just a few months. So she's dramatically developed her ability to be one of the squad members, like legitimately helpful and useful. And we saw her studying with tech, which was really cool. Um, you know, just her getting familiar with the various ships and, and, and the loadout of all of these vessels, which later played out, as you saw in the episodes of her kind of coming up with an idea that tech said, that's actually a really good idea. You know, he, she's totally stepping up and feeling, I guess, a, a part of the squad that they didn't even know that they needed. They needed, they need, they need her to be there. So I was, I'm glad she's becoming really part of the crew and not being just this this extra wheel that's kind of, oh, there's Omega, you know, it, it, it's kind of moved past that. So I was really glad to see that. And then I got to say, my boy Tech, like, Give dude, me. Uh, I, I couldn't tell <laughs> at the end of the episode. I couldn't tell. <laughs> he, he had a broken femur and homies like wasting everybody away and, and still pulling through. So that was cool to see. Um you know, not really development on his personality, but just his his physical ability as as a special clone. I mean, that was really cool to kind of have his moment to shine, right? And then, um, and I'll stop there because I don't want to keep going. But but you guys, you guys chime in. What do you think? I actually loved it. I know I you know what I made the joke. There was no crosshair, which was disappointing. But I'm, they got to build it up, save the best for last. Um, uh, but uh. <laughs> What you said, the Omega stuff in the beginning was so rad and her doing her schoolwork and Ted Tech telling her like, no, you need to do your studies. That was like homeschooling. So adorable. Yeah, yeah homeschooling. Kinda... But yeah, like seeing her want to be a part of a part of the team, like like a like a full member, not, you know, she's an anchor or or a Yeah, side. exactly. 
a side part of the puzzle. Like she's, she's part of it. Um, I was stoked to see so much echo and him, um, really challenging the clones to that. They need to fight that the fight that or uh, challenge the bad batch that they need to fight, that they need to fight for something bigger than the jobs they're doing for Sid or, or whatever. It was like, they needed to, to bring more to the rebellion or, or, or whatever it's turning into, right? Like fighting the empire. Um, all the stuff with tech and Omega was just so heartwarming and so nice. And then I can't get past our boy wrecker. Just like when he built that tank gun, he's like, I'll make a great tank. <laughs> and when he was putting it together and he was just like, oh, yeah. He was so he's excited. Oh, he was like, so like excited. This. He's like a giant kid. Totally a giant kid. <laughs> so much, man. And it just, man, there's the small parts like when they were running to get in the container and like Hunter jumps in and uh, Echo jumped in and then like, uh, wrecker runs and he goes and he just grabs Omega and just throws her up in and then he jumps in like ah, it's just this if this two episodes is gonna be what we're getting this is gonna be super fun so really uh it's awesome it's so good there's um, more to him forgetting I'll probably come back to it <laughs> I I was I was a little thrown off it, it, it threw me off that that they split the team up this early on in the, in the season, um, you know, I mean, we had like echo and tech, right. Which is like three PO and R2 together. And then in my mind, I called them the knife boys. Cause Hunter and Wrecker are the two <laughs> with, with the knives. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. they got together and I was just like, I, you know, I wanted to, I, I had been waiting for so long to see the team back together, but then like, it just starts with them split up. So that, that threw me off a little bit. And then what really threw me off was the telegraphing, the foreshadowing that they were doing. I don't know if it was on purpose or if it was just me reading too much into it at like one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> but I <laughs> thought they were going to kill tech. Dude, there was a moment I, I was like, I ain't getting up. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they, I know a lot of people that would have rioted if that had happened. <laughs> It's the oh, same list of people that swooned when she called him brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, like when he was fighting off those clones by himself. Yeah, by himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, like, they cut away and they don't show him fighting that last clone, and all you hear is the shot. And then Duku kind of stumbles out. Duku's uncle is like looking around, saying, "Like, what was that?" And then you know, then they just see Tech, the lone survivor. I was like, oh. Man, this is too much for me. Um, and then I was just kind of like yelling at my monitor, at my at my screen, because I was like, no, uh, Omega, what are you doing? Don't go for the shiny stuff. Just leave it alone. <laughs> um, but then you realize an important moment. It was an important moment. Yeah, she learned. It was a, it was a really important moment, right? Yeah, With learned. Echo, she overheard Echo. Yeah, uh, I, I think the lesson she learned was how to let things go. Um, which and she is part of the team. Yeah, she's part of the team. Wh which I, yeah, I, you know, if if the writers are are again doing any foreshadowing, I I 
don't want to have to see her let one of the batch members go later on. And then, you know, like have to be like, it's okay. Let him go kind of thing. Um, I, I mean, like I said, it's okay. Okay. Stop. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first two episodes and I already don't like seeing the team broken up. So if they take one of us away, I don't, I can't handle it. It's going to break our hearts at some point. It's going to break our hearts. Palace. That was cool. Oh, that was kind of cool. And I got to say just one more thing. The animation style on this, we hinted, we hinted it. We hinted about it. Uh, uh, with Tales of the Jedi, um, mm-hmm. and we were we were think we were saying like, what if this is like the way that the animation style is gonna go? And they did it. Oh man, so beautiful, Chef's kiss. Wow. There, there were like, and I think that we, if you really, because I was going through doing screenshot breakdowns today, you know, getting screenshot reference for for Echo, and and there are clips where the it literally looks like the same character in one scene is rendered completely differently from that character in another scene and like the the washes and details like i've i sent you guys i think a screenshot just showing the the level of detail on just one clip of echo it doesn't almost doesn't look the same so i think that we are seeing like a little bit of an evolution between um, between the tales of the Jedi, like some of that stuff maybe wasn't completely done by the time they were starting to do this. And, and so we're, we're seeing it sort of getting dovetailed together. Yeah. I like, I liked how, I mean, it really felt like there was some development for Omega. Like she really was like, um, she was part, she was part of the squad and, uh, and she was really kind of owning her, her part of the missions. Like it wasn't like you could tell Hunter was, had grown too. like he was, he knew that he couldn't just always sideline her. He would have to keep her involved and like let her come along and things. In season one, he would have just made her stay on the ship every time. Yeah. You know, in, yeah. in a true dad batch pod, like try to tie in the dad piece. The lesson also was that these, every like she's listening to everything they say. You know, it's not just her interpreting what she thinks and sees, but th- these, these grown adult, you know, clones, men, whoever they are, you know, whatever they are, they're, their words matter, and and kids hear everything. And they need it. everything. Yep. I mean that is that is true life. Like so, the writers. I don't know how much tied in to their you know if they're bringing in real life of their families' experiences or what they've done or been through themselves, but it's it's kind of cool to see. But in true true fashion, for a little kid to overhear something that the parent says, like they don't necessarily have the same context. Like reasoning, Echo yeah, said, "Yeah, you know, yeah. we this we're in this situation because of Omega." But then he went on to say, "And I would do it over again every single time. Like it was the right decision." But that nuance was not what she took away from that conversation. No, so, no. Um, and that's what happens yeah. when you're yep. young and you don't understand things. It's going to be interesting, though, to see when Hunter turns to realizing that they need to do something more because he's still in full protective mode. I mean, he is yeah. he is all about keeping the squad together, keeping Omega safe. Uh, we need to disappear. And there's going to be a turning point, obviously. It's, it's part of the season. Uh, from, from what it sounded like, Echo is not concerned with the rebellion, per se the quote unquote rebellion, but he's, it sounded to me like he's more concerned about just rescuing the clones, his clone brothers that need rescuing. Like we had Hauser last season, right? Yeah. Um, 
Rex. Obviously. I kind of think it's more than clones, though. I kind of think it's it just more seemed than like that. doing doing what's right. You doing know, what's right and like, and because yeah. even he was like i don't know what is what what we are supposed to do but it's more than hide right because he ran into saw Gerrera early on last season he he's it's more than clones he's realizing you're seeing everything crumble and the empire just grow he's totally not not, not feeling good with any of it i think the clones are part of it but i think it's I think he's still trying to figure out what it is they need to do, but it can't just be hiding. He's he's done hiding for sure. Echo is just a killjoy, so it's like whatever. <laughs> Which is interesting Sick. because out of the entire Bad Batch, oh, he's the only one that had the uh, the reg experience. Right? Yeah. Yep. And I really felt I really felt that um, reg clone voice too in this in this episode. And I think maybe just with us talking with D and going through the gamut of of voices and hearing the Bad Batch talk with each other, and then when when Echo was talking, it it just had like this like deeper there was, feeling to it. There was a, that moment where like the the one clone that Wrecker takes out, like they're calling yeah. him, and like I was thinking, like just. Echo, echo of all yeah. of them. Echo Take should be yeah. able to pick up that helmet and just be like, "Everything's fine here, sir." And then, yeah, I was waiting for that too. I thought he was going to do that. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of regs, what do you guys think about uh, Captain Wilco? I liked him. Right. I was sorry to see him go. Man, he went. Dude, he, the he end. Got, he got killed twice. He got shot in the face and thrown off a cliff. <laughs> can Dude, we, can we talk about a guy getting shot in the face again in, in this series too? Like, <laughs> right in the. And then you see the body fall. Like this is not a kids show in a cartoon. Yeah, for sure. Oh, dude, there was just so many. There was there was a couple other parts too, and I should have watched it again before we got on here. There was just a couple other parts that I found like super cool and super interesting. Rampart, that, man. Ramparts. Uh, so keeping stuff from Tarkin now. So yeah, he answers directly to Tarkin. Um, yeah, but. Obviously, he's saving his own skin at this point. I mean, he probably made the right decision. Just a Merca clone, like, to cover up. Because the guy wasn't going to do it. So he's like, all right. Uh, tech fixing the box for the old dude out in the oh, forest. That cool. that you mean Ace? Sweet. You mean Ace, Ace fixing the box? his name. Oh, Ace. No, <laughs> that's what he, that was his Brown nickname. Ice. Peace, uh, brown eyes. Oh, and the toy, <laughs> the the like kaleidoscope that he gave Omega. I, there was just so much cool stuff in this episode. That was just really sweet. And Omega not even knowing what a toy is. <laughs> She's she has no idea. Yeah, she's been on Camino, you know, doing scientific stuff and not being a kid. <sighs> yeah, and he's yeah, like, really fun. he's she's like, oh, what's it for? And he's like, uh, to make you happy. yeah no yeah it's gonna be me a long season it's gonna be awesome so joe the 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 word wilco is military slang right um yeah yeah like copy will copy you know um okay yeah it's it is a military term but i i mean i didn't use it but it's kind of known to be a term one thing I did want to mention too is um, the Kiner Brothers. So their music hit hard like right away, and 
And so we talk about, I think, Stephen, you mentioned like we didn't get the team together. And, and you're right. Most of it, they were split up. And then they kind of regrouped at the end. But in the very beginning with those big ass cra- uh, crabs, you know, when they finally come together and, and Omega, you know, sends that cable down and they're sitting on top of that box and they're spinning and shooting, yes. the music kicks in. The Bad Batch theme song. That was cool. Dude, like... I was I was rewatching it a second time with my family and everybody was like, oh, there it is. You know, it's just we want to see them together and and just getting after it. So that was cool. And was uh, that, that reminded me, too, of a small, stupid thing. But uh, Wrecker having his what's his blaster called? What is it? A DC oh, the something, DC seven, whatever that DC 17, whatever 17. Yeah. How it's like hanging from his belt. B-A-G. I was like, that is sick. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have to do the magnet thing that you did. Have fun with that. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Well, it looked like he had like a leather type. I thought holster, I saw a hook. But like a flap or something that it was, was like. Was there a oh, hook? I, I thought there was a hook in one quick scene. I need to go back and look at it. I thought there was a little hook and he went. Oh, that was you awesome. Know. And then I, I kind of was hoping uh, the, the Dooku war chests was going to be more than money. Like I thought they were going to like open one and it had like artifacts, like very Andor esque, like, well, they only opened a few though. That's true. Or like lightsabers or something in it. Oh Uh, yeah. More than just money, more than just money, you know? Yeah. Um, That's a small thing. I'm not really complaining about that. So (laughs) the intergalactic, uh, space shipping containers. Oh God. Oh, that. Oh, uh, this is a yeah. What did she say? What is this container? Blah blah. That has a uh, reentry jets. Oh, very good. Oh, <laughs> which leads me to the best I think line through the whole episode uh, was uh, Tech when he gets his leg broken. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, my femur's broken," but the hundred and thirty kilos <laughs> falling into it. <laughs> Just so like I broke my leg. Like you didn't just say ouch or I broke my leg. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Still trying to get detailed facts. It's, it's been broken by 130 kilos. Stayed in character. For your information, the stinger of a Yalvet queen is a delicacy on some planets. So guys, we gotta talk about this awesome interview we had with D Bradley. Baker. Oh, I mean, man. we really haven't had a chance to talk about it. And um, it kind of just happened. We really won't get into how it happened because that's a whole separate, like, really cool thing. And and Raimi was a huge instrumental. And 501st was just super nice. A lot of people kind of came in at the, to make it happen. But I want to know what you guys, like, with that brief time, because it went, it flew by um, with with him. What was a standout moment for you? from that interaction that day. Um, standout moment was hearing him talk like crosshair. <laughs> Un, un uh, unprovoked. We, he actually did conversations with crosshair in the crosshair voice. Well, since you guys are starting with that, I got to, I got to, okay, go ahead. Here. Go ahead. Brian. So, okay. Okay, okay. so, so for context, like uh, obviously we got to interview D Bradley Baker for the 501st Legion telethon that they were doing for uh, the holidays to raise money uh, for charity. Steven gloriously edited it for people that didn't watch the live stream. He edited it into basically how we run the show, right? So we each kind of went through 
our sections and what we we're going to do. And, um, Stephen edited it beautifully, but we, you know, we, we said to D, Hey D, you know, I do this conversations with crosshair where I just talk about whatever I want to talk about. So the floor is yours. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. And he went in to that monologue <laughs> and <laughs> I just listened to it today because I didn't listen to the episode after we recorded it until today. And I was cracking up the whole time because when he was doing it, I was like, <laughs> Mike was Total muted. Fan I was boy. covering my face. Like I, well, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I didn't want to like disrupt him by making noises. Cause I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> making all these noises. Um, but he went on like a three minute monologue about, I just want to be left alone and clean my gun. <laughs> we were just like, what the heck is going on? Oh my God. But that was insane. And just uh, um, since I already just rambled too long and you guys all need to talk, but it's the good. whole thing was no, no, awesome. It's good. It's good. Um, it was, it was so much fun. He was such a sport. Um, I think the way we came at him with questions and just made it fun. He seemed like he got a kick out of it. You never know with, with people that have fame and get to do all kinds of stuff like this. But um, he seemed like he got a kick out of it. He was genuine. I want to follow his website, creepyhouses or whatever it is, dot com, because all of his Halloween stuff had no oh, idea yeah. he was that into it. Um, it was creepyyard. just a freaking blast. And creepyyard.com. Yeah, creepyyard.com. Everyone check that out. He, it was it was awesome. It was so much fun. And Steven, you really, really nailed Thanks, it man. with the edit for that show. So if people that are listening now have not listened, go back to it's episode 21. Episode 21. It was a great, yeah. it was a perfect episode. The way to perfect 21. way to finish the year. Yep. So it talks about Chrome Tono in the beginning, um, which is awesome with Indy and the family, which I, I missed out on. I get to be a part of, and I was, it started, I was listening to it. And I was like, what is this? I don't know. Oh yeah. I wasn't on this. Um, <laughs> it's after the, over the holidays and I missed out on it. Um, but that was super cool. And then it goes into the D the D interview, which he is so fun. Yeah. So fun. For, I, I, so. I, I will say, I think, I think the standout thing for me though, was just hearing him get so excited talking about his real interest of the Halloween decoration. And I mean, you, <clears throat> you, you know, like these, these creatives, these creative people, it's their job to yep. be creative, right? So yeah. when they're doing their nine to five as a Star Wars character or a SpongeBob character or whatever, <clears throat> it's like, what is their creative outlet, right? And like the fact that on July 5th, this guy starts getting all the Halloween stuff out and just starts like, kind of like, <laughs> so he, sick. He, he has, he has the, the ability um, or I should say the opportunity to do something that we can't do because we're always trying to copy, you know, something that we're seeing, yeah. right. We're trying to replicate it, but he gets to just like free form and sculpt these creatures and creations. And I mean, I was just like when, when we did the workbench with him and he was just like, Oh, this is what I made. And this is what I worked. And this is what I'm so proud of. I was just like, wow, this he totally fits the workbench. So for me, that was it so was, cool. That was so true. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I 
for for me the the thing that I like when I listened I listened to, to it a couple of times since then just because it's just so good and I, the the pieces that make me smile like as I'm driving around in my truck and you know, I'm sitting there smiling or laughing is like when he you can tell like he starts laughing like we would read him one of our questions and he would just start busting up and so like and I've I've heard that he has been a difficult interviewer or a different difficult interviewee in the in the past um and so like just i i i felt like we really were able to connect with him which which just makes the whole thing better for me I just, yeah when you were asking fun. your 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 section when you were asking him the questions that's really when you could tell he was like these guys are fun like he was like he was because we, we didn't get him yeah. in a corner and ask him to do the voices and stuff like i mean we yeah. never asked him to do any he did the voice like he did eagerly like, scared the crap out of me when he did that i yeah. just like yeah. literally jumped you <laughs> talked the video i literally flinched okay. when you did. You talked over him when he was doing a tauntaun Taun voice. Taun Taun. Like, you know why I talked over Because I was getting the virtual hook from Legion Command. Like, oh, we only had him for half an hour and you guys are at 45. Nobody told us that. Yeah, we it's thought we so had funny. an hour. And Dean didn't care. He kept going. Like we, like they were telling us. And he it's they, he kept going. He didn't care. The either. crazy part so. is, and this crazy to me, like in hindsight, is that the dad batch did not ask him a single question about Bad Batch Season 2. He had to nope. squeeze it in at the end. Yeah, yeah. We 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 were so part of a our part of our mandate from the Legion was like we're supposed to ask the guests about their holiday traditions. And yeah. now we kind of came into this knowing like, look, we're not going to miss this opportunity of the the dad batch getting to interview yeah. D. Bradley Baker. So, I mean, we we had like an hour long planning call the day before we did this, where we like figured out exactly what we were going to do and 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 how we were going to approach it, and we decided we we're just going to do it like a show. And because we were comfortable with the format and, and, and it worked out and obviously I, Steven was able to edit everything together so well as a result of all of that, it, it, it played out well, but I, yeah, I mean, I think we were just asking him questions that were not what he would have gotten from anybody else and that, that he enjoyed that, that like it was different for him. So, and I will say after listening to it today, uh, when you were talking, trying to get the questions out and he was doing the the tauntaun voice it like fits perfect because you're like talking and like asking questions it does kind of play out funny and i just i know i kept talking and, and at, because at the time i was so frazzled because i've got like 16 chats on the side where people are telling me yeah. like he was supposed to be done five minutes ago and you guys are still going and i'm like this is the first time you have said anything about that and we have a whole hour worth of content plan so we just kept and going he, I, I listened to it when I was in the gym today, and when he did the eagly sound, I had the volume turned up loud. And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I like jumped up. I was like, they were Not definitely seeing I, I was like, totally I was like flinched. lifting weights. I was like lifting weights, and I just start cracking. John was like, so crap. happy when People he did that. That's what I was gonna say. That was my favorite part. Well, John was first, wasted, dude, because <laughs> of the World Cup. Let's be honest. For, he was for anybody that doesn't know, yeah. the World Cup game was that morning, and John's team won, and so John was smashed. For the- <laughs> he almost didn't show up, dude. He was late. He was ten minutes late. Like, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And uh, DC. Oh, okay. No. No. So, okay. Here's a little behind the scenes, right? So, everyone is like, everyone's in the chat room. We're rec- we're basically ready to record. <laughs> Except 10 minutes later, John comes strolling in 
And he doesn't come in saying like, oh, I'm so sorry that I'm late, guys, or whatever. <laughs> He's like, oh, my God, I've waited 37 years for this. And we're all looking at him like, what? And then and then D Baker was like, you've waited 37 years for this? And and then and, and then John's like, yeah, Argentina won. And then D's like, oh, <laughs> not for me. Well, then his 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 computer wasn't working. He was on his phone, and he's getting text messages and Dude, messages from people congratulating him. It was virtual, but I could won. still smell the victory. <laughs> he had, he had been but you know what? It was so. It was so. It smelled like alcohol. <laughs> But I, I feel like D found it so endearing. Cause, he did. Because like, when we actually started recording the show and I intro John and I said, he's waited 37 years for this. You could hear D just start laughing in the background. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that's that was really cool. Uh, honestly, I was watching all of our faces as well. Because like what 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 you edited, Stephen, is like he's he's the whoever was speaking was a primary view, but we were able to see everybody's face equally on our side when during recording and watching everybody's reactions to whatever D said, like we're waiting for D to do something spectacular. And he did it like he his the expectations, I guess I had in my mind, like he totally met. He, he actually probably surpassed it because we didn't really have to really pry anything out of him. He was he was totally engaging. He was oh. there. He was present. It was, um, it was, it was a really, really great time. I, really I, well. I just think we need to s- somehow, uh, we need to somehow do some kind of like fundraiser thing and get him armor and make it and just like give it to him. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> the Tauntaun <laughs> armor. Mm. Tauntaun armor. How cool is it that oh, he's yeah. like in the Tauntaun like that much? Yeah. yeah right? Like he worked so that into it. every answer. <laughs> so into it. So into it. I mean, my question, I didn't even mean, because I didn't know he was that much into it. And my last question to him was, would you rather be inside on Hoth on a cold day or would you rather be riding on a Tauntaun? And I already knew the answer by the time I got to that question, because he'd already talked about Tauntaun for like five minutes prior, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And he loves the movie Krampus, obviously. He has his favorites. Yeah. Yep. The Krampus. He the was Tom great. It, it was it was so much fun, guys, getting getting to go back and listen to it today. After the couple weeks it's been, I was like, man, that was a good time. And man, Steven, you edited it that well. So part of the reason why your house isn't all together yet. Good job. <laughs> no, you guys made it easy. It was a good flow. And I mean, there was no, you know, normally I have to like cut out pauses and clicks and coughs and yawns and all yeah. that stuff. But I didn't. I this It just we- flowed so well. It, which was funny with John being so drunk. He did great. <laughs> You wouldn't know. He was so happy. <laughs> that little clip you put, Stephen, on your Instagram. Look at John's face. Like I, I should freeze that. I'm gonna go back, watch it, and freeze. Okay. Right when he, his face is the best. <laughs> it, it, it's gonna make you smile. Okay. Let's just say that. I'll have to check that. That's how he was. Check the whole it time. out. Check it out. All right, guys. So, so I, I got one more question for y'all. Right. Um, Favorite 2022 moment. Because we did a lot of stuff. I was going through my photo, my uh, personal photos, and holy cow, what a year. What was your favorite moment? Well, I have to go through my photos now. Can I? So, (sighs) man. Okay. (laughs) It's not a singular moment, but it's one collective emotional wave. 
if I can okay. cheat and go that route. Sure, you can. That that kind of span between the ornament project, the the telethon thing that we did for the five hundred first, and then the chrome tono. That wave of kind of what we got to be part of. And some of it was us, you know, doing our thing, but then just some of it was us along for the ride with with other people's stuff. That was so cool. So I think I think the 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 collective community high. around us um, is awesome. I think we're all closer together as a result of having gone through that period of time together and, and the stuff that we all collectively got to do. Um, I think it was great. So nice, Brian. Energy how about high. you? Uh, I mean, I want to be like, oh, celebration was awesome, dude. That bi- that big Thunder things. Mountain ride was kind of cool too. I mean, that was super <laughs> fun. Take, taking taking Luke to to Galaxy's Edge for his first time. That was fucking amazing. But oh, f word, sorry. Um, <laughs> Beep. And I know this probably is like this is probably like a hard one since it like kind of separated the band or whatever. But um, moving out here with my family was 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 big for me it so, wasn't peanuts it wasn't no. the delicious <laughs> delicious I mean, peanuts I am, I am delicious. Close to delicious peanuts now peanuts. um but um yeah just moving out here with my family making the life change and and um them supporting that last my year? career change and that was february oh wow that's wild man wow um, yep we're coming up on one year yeah in february so um i needed it i needed it for my life uh my career and everything so that was uh super important to me and it's been um living out here has been super fun and I have more time with my family, which is super great. So and the fact that we've got this helps us stay connected with you, which is important. Yeah, for sure. I talk I I literally I talk to friends that I'm really close to more now, which is weird when I used to live like a half hour from them. So <laughs> it's funny. But that's how the world works. Steven, how about you, man? I mean, last year was a big year uh, for everything that we do together. But I think for me, a standout. There's so many favorites, but I think a standout moment for me had to have been Celebration Anaheim. Um, I don't think that I've had... Uh, a time span for those few days that I was there. I don't think I've had anything like that since probably 2015 celebration 2015. So what is that? Seven years. Uh, and, and the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, obviously we got to get together and, and do our, our costume thing and, um, you know, and, and then there's the given that, you know, there's all this cool things that you get to see at, uh, at celebration. But for me, it was, it was the people that I was with. Um, and I say celebration in a whole, but there's like a few standout moments that happened at celebration. Um, I think just meeting all the people that I got to, that I've known online for so long, like Mike Forrester, um, Indy. Indy Speeder and, and Juan and the family, um, you know, meeting them in person, getting, getting to spend time with them more than just 
you know, a, a text conversation or more than just saying hi or whatever. Um, but I think the, the number one moment for me, I think had to have been um, watching John Williams sitting next to Brian when he came out and he, he did the Indiana Jones theme song and the Imperial March. I mean, I got goosebumps. I was getting a little emotional and I was there next to Brian who, I mean, let's be real. Like we started the dad batch because Brian moved away. (laughs) Like it was just an excuse. (laughs) It was just an excuse to get to talk to him. Right. Um, So, and that's and fun. everything else that we did, like Ramey was talking about Chromtono and Ornament and all that stuff, those are all relationships that we've all formed uh, with these individuals because we got to know them better at places like Celebration. Um, so and and as a result of doing this thing that we do, yeah, and, too, to a degree. So I I hope that our listeners, you know, when we go to these events and stuff like Celebration. In London, Dragon Con, San Diego Comic Con, WonderCon, all all these cons, you know, um, it means so much to us as just fans of the franchises that we love when you guys come up to us and just say hi. If you don't like the podcast, if you don't like one of us personally because of something that we said or posted, that's fine. That's neither here nor there, but... You know, if we both love Star Wars or if we both love Predator or Rings of Power or whatever, you know, just come up and say hi. And honestly, you'll be making a moment for us in our fandom. And we'll share that back. We'll, we'll, we will reciprocate that a hundredfold back. So that's, that's cool. That's it for me. Gosh, now you make. Now you're making me think about the thing again. The thing? <laughs> the thing. I know. I was NDA on top of NDA. I was I was setting you up for the thing, but then I realized we can't talk about the thing yet. I mean we I think we could, no I just no. don't have it. Hey, where's John? Nailed down yet. No, we should have John here for the thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Skip yeah. it. That was sweet though. Thanks, boys. Super fun. Yeah. It's been a fun year. Tech, what was your thing? Oh, my thing. Um, oh, yeah. Joe didn't go yet. <laughs> there's so many good things. Uh, for, I think it's... it's Obviously, this group is amazing, but I think this group has allowed me to have a further reach than I would if I was by myself. And um, obviously, building these costumes, not originally with the idea of coming together, but then realizing we can actually do this and pull this off which got us all propelled for celebration, right? That was, that was the thing, but leading up to celebration, all the hype of getting us together, these costumes, I was able to connect to people like Indy's parents. And I got to say for me, like a super incredible highlight was just getting to know Juan a little bit. Um, Indy's father, who's a really good builder himself. Like he's making these costumes, uh, both him and Emily and 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 their their family, extended family, are are making these costumes for little Indy, who obviously loves Star Wars. But then this complicated tech costume for a little tiny body, that is a challenge like you would not believe. And and here's the other thing too is like when I when I finally got to meet her, because I, well actually I met her before at a, at a troop, but this is like spending time with her. So 
the whole idea was to set up a photo shoot with her. And I really didn't share it with this group because I wanted the attention to really be on her. Um, and, um, and, and I'm glad I made that choice because, um, you know, a little, a little child in, in wearing all this gear, it gets really heavy and she's super animated. Like talk about somebody who will not stand still. Um, so she's moving around and, and Mark Edwards is trying to do his best to get these photos, but seeing Juan and Emily just being absolute, the best parents, um, for her. And, and, and it was, it was just super heartwarming, but it went from there and it built so much so that at the end of the year, we're now doing this Chrome Tono giveaway, supporting a nonprofit that this family recommended. So for me, it was kind of like a, a sewing of a thread all the way through, a golden thread all the way through the year, culminating with this family, uh, the Galvins, and um, and what sounded like potentially getting them to travel to New York um, as as sort of like this nice uh, gesture from NDSS, the, the charity that that we were supporting through the Chrome Tono. So. Um, that was like a really long story. If, if you, if I think it, if I think of it that way, instead of like one thing, it was like multiple things that built up. So that was a, a really, really sweet thing for me for 2022. Um, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, man. All good stuff. Again, I Lots can't say stuff. how excited I am for all the stuff that we have coming this year <clears throat> because it's like, it's like our season two. Which ha- doesn't start until the summertime, but I mean, we got some big things planned. I want to clean my gun and be alone with my thoughts, and I don't need to talk about anything else. How you doing, Brian? I'm fine. No, I'm here. I always every like I, I kind of have not anxiety, but like I'll be like is is because it's a surprise. We don't know when we're doing this. We've we've I had this conversation with Stephen. I mean, I said just put it in when you need when you need filler. Just uh, put it in conversation with Crosshair. So sometimes I'm like, is he gonna is he gonna play the music? Is he gonna play the music? What am what am I gonna talk about? <laughs> what am I what am I gonna talk about? What am I gonna talk about? Um, but I do. I usually on the fly. Not much of a planner. I don't like to plan. Um, one thing I want to do, anyone who's watching the video, I got this Christmas present from my family. And for people who are not watching, my family went to New York right before Christmas. And uh, they brought me back. This was one of my gifts. And it's um, some maker where they take all these nuts and bolts and spark plugs and pieces of metal and they weld it together and make different things. And they showed me pictures that was like a giant Millennium Falcon. There was like Din Djarin and, and other Mandalorians. Um, and this is like this really cool kind of AT-AT looking figure. So I'll post it on my Instagram um, for people to see. But this was super, this was super awesome that my family got me for Christmas. And I was super stoked on it. Um, and then I think, I think, uh, getting to listen to some of the podcasts that we did towards the end of this year and uh, think about starting with Mike's thing with Hondo Supply with his uh, ornament project, which was freaking awesome. And, and this, was, this was kind of echoing what Echo said. Uh, that 
helping Mike out with that and just being a part of it. And, you know, Mike, Mike is somebody that, um, I met through star Wars, but we work in the same industry. And when we first met and we're like, Oh, you know, this person, you know, this person, like we are in this circle in our careers that don't even have to do with star Wars, but we met each other through star Wars. Um, and then Mike is, you know, we always say he's, he's an inspiration for us for this show. Uh, cause he's such a dang pro at this. Uh, and then to see his ornament project just go so ballistic this year and having it be with mission 22 with Joe being our good friend. And I have other friends that are in the military too. Um, that was really, really neat. And especially in a year where I haven't really been able to do much trooping, which is my way of giving back to my community, um, has been super cool. Um, Justin Sonfeld, just, you know, I've had some ups, up and down years in being in the Legion. And, uh, since I met him at celebration prior on Instagram and then met him at celebration and then what we're doing, it's just really kind of re-sparked my love for the Legion and, and what we stand for and, and what we do. Uh, and, and Justin is a hundred percent, I think for that, um, the way he interacts with people and his leadership is, is really spectacular. Um, and, and what they did with their telethon and the money they raised for, for, um, starving people around the world, which was really, really cool. And then our Chrome Tono thing, which just <laughs> blew doors. Like that was insane. Um, uh, I met Indy at one of my last troops with you, Joe, I think you Look, were, you were invader. And, yep. You were tech. John was Hunter yeah. and she came in her Darth Vader tie and I was Darth Vader. And that was like our first time we had met. Um, and, and then, yeah. So for us to do the NDSS thing, that was super cool. So, um, in a time where, like I said, I haven't had much time to troop, um, you know, career rise, like moving out here is great. Family's great, but it's just been like financially a little bit tough, um, to have all this other stuff going on has been super, super cool and very rewarding. And, um, yeah, I love my family. My daughter turns 16 tomorrow, Levi, our Omega. So she'll be driving the Havoc Marauder <laughs> starting tomorrow. <laughs> she gets her license. So she's been studying yeah, man. manual, right? Yeah. It's kind of an extension of the best of 2022, but um, just, I don't know, feeling grateful. Lots of good things going on. So, and this is fun. I love doing this. I wish John was here today, but he's busy doing things. <laughs> Well, everybody, I think that does it for us today. Batchers, we need your help. Go into your podcast app right now. You're listening. Stop what you're doing. Pull over. Go into your podcast app right now. Tap on review and leave us a review. It doesn't have to be good. You could just leave us like <laughs> you could you could say how much you don't like this show, but give us five stars yeah. anyway. Just give us a review. I hate it. Five stars. That's fine. 
that's fine if you don't like the show you give five stars that's that's five that's onions what you do. five <laughs> onions yes yeah, if you don't like this show still go in and give it five stars and then recommend it to people you hate there you go because that still gets and then special. and then leave leave an onion emoji in the review just because 100 yeah. percent everybody go on john's instagram and leave onion emojis thank oh, you gosh you can follow me at stevie.kicks on instagram sometimes twitter guys let the listeners know where they can find you joe tech.badbatch brian uh sith and ain't easy and please go to my daughter levi jean cook on instagram and tell her happy birthday and ramey you can find me uh behind the follow button in your favorite podcast app at the dad batch (laughs) Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 22 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 23. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. And John's not here, so I can say whatever I want. What's wrong, Crosshair? Leave me alone. Ugh.